With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, July 21st, show number 240. 240. 240, yeah. I can't believe, I can't believe we've had that much fun. We've had a couple guests in the wings. Yeah, just a few. It's pretty cool. Coming at you uh, live from the Romulo Race Cars Hammer Down Racing Report studio. This is the Hammer Down Racing Report. Oh, I got uh, some podcasting information. We actually shot up to number 254. No, I'm sorry. We shot up 254 places to number 146 worldwide on Apple Podcasts. Really? Yeah. Under the, uh, uh, I forget what the category. It was under a certain category. Not overall. Yeah. It's like leisure automotive category. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I'm not sure how that happened, but uh, yeah. We are well liked. Still need to get that review though from the barking dog thing. I think that's still the last one that's on there. Anyway, uh, tonight on the show, we'll be uh, speaking maybe, with... Maybe if we beg a little more. Figure 8 racer uh, Bill Early. He's also the point leader up there at uh, Flat Rock Speedway. Raced at Painesville uh, this past week, and we'll talk to him about that. We'll also uh, be speaking with D2 Midget Racer and the winner of the Dirt, tra- Dirt Track Truck Series feature at Montpelier Speedway this really? past Saturday, uh, Abby Holbein. Wow. Yeah, and she's going to be racing uh, at Fremont on Saturday night. And last I knew, I think she's with, only with 16 With the D2s? Years old. Yes, with the midgets. Okay. Yeah, not the dirt track trucks. Okay. Sorry about that. And guess who else is back? He's back. Do you remember that guy? I know him. Jerry Keyser back with us on a part-time basis. Hi, everybody. Hi, Jer. Welcome back. Thank uh, you, guys. Before we get to uh, Mr. Early, we got a couple of... Bills to pay here. Make sure to contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs. Uh, there were a lot of photos exchanged at Oakshade uh, this past there weekend. Were. That was really cool. Everybody going through the pits, and I bet you I know what that's about. It's about that little deal right there. Sometimes I forget to do that. Uh, but, yeah, give uh, give Charlie a call at uh, 419-476-9978. Uh, he's, they have all kinds of uh, custom Items that you can get, can koozies. Actually, uh, my crew chief got some 8S Junkies uh, can koozies. Really? From them, yeah. So all kinds of cool stuff. You can check them out at Freeze Frame Photos online on Facebook. Uh, and like I said, give uh, Charlie a call, 419-476-9978. Freeze Frame Photos, special moments frozen in time. Big D's Pizza, subs, ribs, chicken and more out in Clyde, Ohio. Uh, give them a call right now, 419 547 or you can order online at orderbigdspizza.com. You can order some uh, food and have it done before the end of the show. Can he deliver to Lima yet? Uh, probably. Maybe DoorDash. I'm not sure. We'll work <laughs> on that. Uh, yeah, it might be. Uh, make sure to uh, follow the uh, Big D's Pizza Facebook page. Uh, they have uh, all kinds of special deals, daily deals uh, that they do. Um, yeah, 
So, Jerry, I'm pretty sure that if you're willing to spend the money, somebody's willing to. John deliver. Young will go out there. Somebody will deliver a pizza John to you. John will do it for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet. I bet Dean. If I if I sweet talk Dean enough and slip him a little extra money, I bet you Dean would deliver the lima. Woo! And uh, finally, Dominator Race Products. They're having a summer sizzler sale on uh, plastic modified sail panels. $50 a pair this week. It's a pretty good deal. Uh, visit DominatorRaceProducts.com. Of course, Dominator specializes in body components for late models, modified sprint cars, street stocks, and much more. DominatorRaceProducts.com or call 419-923-6970. Also available at uh, reputable dealers across the USA and Ron Miller Race Cars. Thanks, Scott. Yep. Also, thanks to Oakshade Raceway, Romulo Race Cars, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. And uh, without further ado, let's uh, bring on our first guest here, uh, Mr. Bill Early. How's it going? Good. How are you guys? Good, Bill. Well, I got to try and. Good to be on. Oh, I guess so. there we go. I'm going to make you big. So there you go. There we are. Figure eight race. You're leading the points up there at, uh, at Flat Rock. You actually. Uh, you're at least a two-time champion. The records I saw only went up to like 2015. How many uh, figure eight championships do you have up there? Five right now. Okay, yeah. So just a That's few. That's pretty cool. And one of them yeah. was uh, one of them you share. I think it was the 2009 one. Yep, with Dennis. How about anybody else in the family that has figure eight championships up there? No, I think uh, my cousin has one in Toledo. Uh huh. But that's about. That's about it. Dad never won one? Nope. Really? Wait, who's your cousin? Danny Apperson. Okay. I know yep. that name. And I'm assuming Gary is, is, is that your dad? Yep. Yeah. I'll see. I remember when I used to go to Flat Rock every Saturday night, that was who I used to. Pork Chop Early. Yes. I wanted to ask, yeah, how sure. did it, where did that nickname come from, Gary Pork Chop Oh, he's Early. got a whole spew about it. You had to ask <laughs> him. <laughs> I'm sure Ron's heard it. Oh, yeah. Well, share, Ron. Somebody share. <laughs> Billy's I think it comes to... along the line with a pork chop and a preacher somehow. Yeah. What about you? Do you do you have any uh, any uh, nicknames? No. no. Just part no. of the the Motor City Mad Men. Yep, that's it. <laughs> so, uh, how did things go uh, this past weekend at uh, at Paintsville? You were running in the second annual Buckeye Figure Eight Nationals. Yes, we took the outlaw car out there. It was it was fast. It was pretty racy, but only got about twenty laps in and uh, kind of stabbed the brakes. And it was kind of our fault that we didn't weld the uh, saddles on the rear end, and it just twisted oh, the rear no. end. Yeah, it was pretty sporty, but it is what it is. Now, what what is the difference? Uh, I mean, I've seen the cars, and they look different uh, as far as the outlaw figure eights and the regular, you know, Saturday night ones up at, at Flat Rock. What are the difference between those uh, two vehicles? Uh, horsepower and weight. Okay. I mean, they. I think you, them cars, you only got to weigh twenty four fifty. I think it was, and our cars at Flat Rock, we got to weigh twenty six hundred with a V six. That outlaw cars, you know, got a late model motor in it, V eight. So are all the, all the figure eight cars up at uh, Flat Rock? Those are all V sixes. No, you got a handful of crate okay. crate motors. Then I think they just opened up the rules where you can run like a, a street stock rule motor. We're still trusting on our V six. We have had a couple of years. It's doing us good. I was gonna say it seems to be working. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Flat Rock's never really been known as a as a horsepower track. It's it's a handling track. So. 
that V6 probably yeah. plays right into the rules there. It it does pretty good there. Now, do you uh, you run the uh, figure eight track at Toledo as well? Uh, they only had one race there this year, and actually had to go to a barbecue because it rained out. And it happened on July what fourth or third? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, had, a, had a barbecue. Planned on going, but didn't make it. Now that's a that's a tight little uh, yes. little track compared to uh, Flat Rock. The, which which do you prefer? Do you prefer a, a bigger figure eight track or a tight yeah, little one like Flat that? Flat Rock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about the the buses? Have you uh, ever driven in one of the bus figure eights? Yes. Yep. A couple times. How'd that work out? Uh, I mean, flipping people over, crashing them. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. Are, yeah, that's what people come to see. So you had if fun. You win it, you win it. So you had fun doing that. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. Just a little sore the next morning, but now that's that's not as serious as as running in the regular no. figure eights. That's more no. of a. Don't you get uh, you get money or something for rolling people over, don't you? Yeah, you get a little extra. <laughs> a little bit more if if you're the rollie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So uh, so do you let people try and roll you over? I mean, if they hit you right, you're going to do it. You just go with the flow. <laughs> brace yourself. Nice. So, uh, That's all have, brave. <laughs> have that ibuprofen bottle handy. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't I seen some family members at a go-kart track around here? Yep. Yep. My nephew runs down at Palmyra. Oh, okay. That's what my dad and him's there what, every Friday. Right. They got my niece into it now. And, you know, the whole family goes down there. Did you ever uh, run go-karts? Yes. <laughs> During COVID. Okay. <laughs> that was the only thing open. <laughs> gotcha. It was not as fun as uh, running figure eights, though, I'm assuming. No. Uh-uh. I, I have seen an awful lot. we had fun. Bill, I've seen an awful lot of racing families uh, at, at Palmyra up there. It's, it's pretty interesting. You know, a, a lot of little kids uh, that have dads and grandparents that are racing, uh, it's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, you know, if I got my son in the, ro- the road course at Flat Rock before he jumped in a car. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, it's pretty neat. I mean, they get pretty technical about that stuff. Sure. <laughs> now, has he done any dirt racing? No. Okay. No. So how, how did you get into uh figure eight race? You're only the second figure eight driver. I think that we've had on the show. No, maybe the third. I think we had Dennis. Yeah. Well, we've had Dennis on a few times, but I, I like to try and get into what, how do you get into figure eight racing? I mean, do you have to be a little crazy? What, what's the deal there? Well, I guess you might have to be, but I don't know. I was coming out of high school and dad was actually slowing down. Had one in the garage. It was ready to go. And, He's undecided if he was going to do it. I said, well, let's do it. I'll drive it. And ever since then, been at it. So was that your first time in a race car was uh, doing a figure eight? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Were you scared? No, not really. I've been around it my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but being in the car, I've been around racing <laughs> no, for a long time. Before I was in a car, I mean, that's got to be, I mean, you had to, have, had, to, had, to, had to have had a little anxiety that first night. Uh, I, if I did, I don't remember. <laughs> you remember how you did? No. <laughs> must not have been too so good. It must not have been too <laughs> memorable then. <laughs> Back then, I think we had like 20, 21 cars. That's right. Um, so how many how many years have you been doing this then? Uh, I, my rookie year was 95. 
So just a few years. Yeah, just a little bit. How long? And when did your dad start? I was going to say, yeah. When did he start? Yeah. Oh man, that was. I don't remember when I was born. I don't don't remember when there wasn't a pork shop hanging around the racetrack. I remember it was always. It had to be in the mid seventies. Yeah. Him and Bob Stude were the. Well, you know, Scott. Back then, uh, figure eight was where everybody started. Back in the day, Jerry McCara, John Anderson, all the guys that turned into just spectacular late model racers, everybody started uh, on the figure eight track. Uh, it was it was just a rite of passage. And the cars have changed quite a bit over the oh years boy. as as well. I mean, it used to be almost regular stock cars, and now they're very specialized uh, vehicles. I, I'm guessing that they've changed quite a bit even since '95 uh, when you started. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we were running stock clips back then. It was it's changed quite a bit. And your dad was racing stock cars. Yep. Wow. So uh do you think things are going in the right direction with uh figure eights? It's kind of slowing down. We're trying to keep it up. You know, it's the same thing with this outlaw deal. You know, they're traveling around doing it. I mean actually we went down to Florida in February and ran. You know, you and I think they got a race at Colorado coming up. They, and they usually go out to California. How'd you do down in Florida? 14th, started 27th. <laughs> 200 laps. Is there, is there anything uh, that you think Flat Rock could do to, uh, you know, get the car count back up? I know that's uh, been a, a thing the past few years. No, there's cars sitting around everywhere. Just get people interested. Is it, uh, you know, a lot to do with maybe the economy and everything going yeah. on, expensive oh, tires? Yeah. I'm assuming yeah. you're having issues finding tires. Yep, yep. We're on a two-tire limit each week. Is that enough? I don't know how how, how Yeah, that's enough. I mean, if you're on two and the guy next to you is on two, uh, you know, you're going to do the same. So, Gotcha. So what's, uh, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen happen uh, during your figure-eight career? Uh... Had to be watching my dad. He got hit in the middle, and that actually blew his watch apart. <laughs> we went out after the race. We found the, the band and never found the face of it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's when they had the big white tractor tires in the sure. middle for markers. Wow. Was he yeah. was he all right other than the watch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was good. Gotcha. Have you had any uh, hard hits at the intersection? I've had one good one. And actually, bet bet my seat, my headrest on my seat. Wow, how long ago was that? Oh, that was man, that was in the nineties. Okay, so how how do you avoid at the intersection? I mean, it's I, I'm guessing it's like chicken. Or if uh, you're you're further up in the field, then you're, the cars that are further back are probably going to yield, right? Well, it's all timing. I mean, if you get to the if when you get on the straightaway, if you gonna meet them there you know before they will they'll usually roll out unless you're leading and you're leading then there ain't no rolling out <laughs> and nice. everybody understands that <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> hopefully right it only takes once to to learn that <laughs> i'm thinking right. uh so yeah so how do you set up a, a car you know since you're turning left and right equal okay to go to go both ways you try to get as much as much balance obviously to yeah. get off the corner up to 
Yeah, yeah. They bike coming down the straightaway. But, does that does that yeah. kind of limit your options then, as as far as setup goes? Not really. I mean, you you balance it out. You're going to be somewhere in the ballpark. No stagger. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Get as close as you can. So, uh, so your dad, Gary, he used to run a zero eight, right? No, zero nine. Was it zero nine? Okay, yep. so that and that's yep. what you're running then. I yep. swear he was zero. Why did I think he was zero eight? That was, was your uh, car. Your uh, uncle's car. Okay. Yeah. Your outlaw is a is a zero eight, right? Zero eight. Yeah. What's yeah, a, my cousin. That's my cousin's car. He owns it. I drive it. Gotcha. So you have no say in the number on that car. No, not really. So where did the zero- I, I can't see it from where I'm sitting anyway, so it really oh don't God. matter. <laughs> so where'd the zero nine come from? I, it was my dad's number. That was uh, on the door that was in the garage, and it's been. I mean, I run it ever since. And you just uh, keep on going with it. So is there? That's it. You said you you were talking about your nephew uh, running the go karts. Is there a future early that uh, maybe will succeed you in the figure eight at some point? Well, we talked to him. I think he's kind of leaning more towards dirt. Yes. He likes the dirt racing. <laughs> what? How do you feel we about talked, that? Uh, Ron talked us into coming down to Oakshade once with our figure eight cars. We haven't been back since. <laughs> I think I remember that actually. You ran During the, the winter time when we tore it apart. We'll still find a mud and clay. Oh. <laughs> so and me and Dennis come down there with him. Yeah. So and, and you haven't been back? No, I haven't been back. You prefer the clean, the cleaner asphalt racing. I wouldn't say it's much cleaner. It's much speedy, dry, and dust. Yeah. Billy, one of one of our uh, listeners wants to know what you think about the the Crown Vic class that they run uh, at the Speedrome in Indy. That is a pretty cool deal. I mean, actually, they run it other places than that. They had it going on at Florida when we were down there. I mean, if somebody wants to get into it, is that that's more, a good is, way is to it get it more into economical. It. Yes. Yeah, because they run on street tires. You know, it's, it's almost like the old days. You just you put a roll cage in it. That's it. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's similar to the, the uh, Crown Vic classes. They run it like Shady Bowl, places like that. And as, as, as a stock car class? Yes, very stock, very entry yeah. level. Great class to get you know, your cut your teeth in racing for sure. And I think uh, down there they run them on the oval and the figure eight. That's yeah, that'd, that'd be neat to see them on a figure eight. That that'd be the way to go. That that's going to yeah. teach you like. Seems like they'd be a bigger level. target there. <laughs> Driving that'd up. be fun to watch. Oh yeah, that figure would be. Eight. That would be fun. <laughs> Are yeah, there any figure eight tracks on dirt? Any dirt figure eight tracks? I, I think out towards to California, I've seen a video of one. I I believe at one time Butler had a figure eight track. Interesting. So you're leading the points uh, this year. Um, you got five championships. You, you already mentioned how how big would uh, a six championship be for you? It'd be like the rest of them. <laughs> with the trophy up, I'll be happy. That's it. <laughs> more happy with Mark the trophy, or more happy with the trophy or the money? No, nah, I just run for the trophies. That money don't go in my pocket. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> Feature win stickers and trophies. What I run for. There you go. So you do it for the fight. I'm assuming then you're still having fun doing it after what, oh, yeah. 27 Two years. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that you had been driving that long. Wow. So yeah, how, how many how many more years uh, do you foresee yourself uh, doing the figure? And it's 
you going to stay in the figure eights? Any any uh, plans to maybe move up to street stocks or late models, late model sportsmen? No, not yet. We talked about getting an oval car, but just haven't done it yet. I think Dad's kind of stuck in figure eight. So if that's what he wants to do, that's what we'll do. So is it his car then that you're running? Yes. Okay. Yep. So he's still, I'm assuming, very much involved. Oh, yeah. He was at, you know, out at Painesville. Anytime I go racing, he's with me. Gotcha. How much, uh, how much advice does uh, he give you? He tried to give me quite a bit a couple of years ago, and I talked him into getting in the car. He got my cousin's car. So we had me out there, my boy, and my dad, you know, the three generations. And once he got out, he told me, he said, he'll never tell me how to drive again. <laughs> <laughs> now, was that a race or just an exhibition or no, practice it, with the three of you? It was a race. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was fun. So, uh, so you kick his butt? Yes, I did. I won that one. <laughs> <laughs> so now he comes to you for advice, right? <laughs> yeah, he said he'll quit giving me advice. He just let me go. Nice. So, uh, so who builds your figure eight chassis? Arnold Kirsch wants to know that too. My car come from Indianapolis. Rich Fenwood Fenwick built it. Then uh, we end up taking the front clip off, and Steve Bungie put the front clip on it. I remember that name, right? name from the past wow uh so what what other tracks uh do you uh or have you run at i guess i ran a figure eight track at salem with the outlaw car and went down to showtime speedway in florida ran that then painesville um i've ran spartan birch run galesburg then flat rack in toledo does iceland still run in New York? I, I haven't heard. I, I honestly don't know. So there's quite I a, imagine so. That was a pretty big show out there. Oh, it was. I've never heard of that track. Really? No. Oh, they, they ran a, a national caliber race there for a lot of yeah. years. So there's a lot of figure eight tracks in Michigan then. Yeah. More so than I remember. I do remember going to Spartan yeah. Speedway a few times. <laughs> Bill, I want to you say Auto City has a, a figure eight track too, but they don't run it. Yeah. Bill, you said you ran Salem. Now, does that does part of that run on the big track, or is it all no. on the inside? It's all on the inside. Okay. That's a little little place, okay. flat and little. Okay. So uh, you're running this weekend? Wait, is Flat Rock running yes. figure eights this weekend? Yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah, because they have the uh, Stan Yee 150, I believe, Stan Yee Memorial, and yep. the figure eights in action. Um, that's any more outlaw shows uh, that you plan on hitting for the end of the season this year? Uh, we looked at the schedule and all the ones we wanted to make were running at flat rock. So, so he'll you know, be there. <laughs> yeah. Running for a championship. You got to kind of, you know, be at flat rock. I mean, if we don't, we'll look forward to Florida in February. Okay. And I'm assuming then you'll be back in the 09 back at flat rock next year during the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about a full schedule, but. <laughs> Unless the kid throws him out of the there. car. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck this weekend at, uh, at Flat Rod. Of course, uh, our guests usually go on to win their, their very next race. So no well, pressure for yeah, you. Let's hope so. Just don't let us down. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to, Ron. <laughs> I need, we need a nickname for you. We got Gary Porkchop early. We need what? Billy. All right, I'll let it out. When I first started driving, they they tried to come out with that lamb chop, but it didn't last too long. I didn't <laughs> care for that one. 
That is a little familiar. I think I do remember hearing that now. Yeah, yeah not, that didn't last too long. Yeah, you need something more original, I think. Something a little more manly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, he already admitted that he kicked the old man's butt. <laughs> early Bill Early. Right. That's Been called worse. Been called worse. <laughs> you ever getting any uh, any altercations with any other drivers? Every once in a while. Ah, the might. figure eight guys are a fun-loving bunch. That never happens, Scott. But, I mean, if, when you do, then you need help in the pits. I mean, it's like a big racing family. Anybody needs help, you're going to go help them. It is. You know. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate the time, and uh, good luck this weekend at, at Fly Rock. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Bill. We'll yeah. see, see you, Bill. See ya. There you go. Bill Lamb Chop Early. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't like the lamb chop. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk to Gary Lindaw, see if he's got some good nicknames for him. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to get him on again. Uh, so uh, we'll have Abby Holbein on here in just a little bit. So before we do that, racing roundup from last weekend, racing results. Uh, Attica Raceway Park, of course, rained out. Lima Land. You're supposed to say rained out. Rained out. Thank you. Uh, Breaking oh, news. Uh-oh. Cody Wait. Swanson just took the pole at the Rich Vogler Classic in Winchester, Indiana. Wow. Nearly a half second quicker than second qualifying Chris Wyndham. Wow. All right. Well, let us know if you get any updates uh, on Butler as well. Summer Nationals run in there. Oh, there's a race at Butler? I'm sorry. Yeah. We had Tim Wilbur on sorry, last I'm week. I'm on flow. I'm not, I'm not on dirt vision. I'm on flow. <sighs> Saturday, Oakshade Raceway. You can, go, uh, you can go to Race Monitor. Devin Moran picked up the uh, birthday race feature win, $10,000, summer national uh, race there on a track that had a little bit of character. A fair yeah. amount. A lot of work was done trying to get the character out of the track, but uh, uh, there was a, still a good race. Character reemerged. It, it was, Put on a good it, it was there. definitely a race worth watching. Yeah, and I know that uh, Ty Torg uh, wanted Devin to uh, load up uh, while he was out during his uh, heat race. Yeah. Yeah. So, And I haven't talked to uh, anyone since then <laughs> to see if uh, they're still happy with things. Uh, hopefully they, they are. They won that race, so that's cool. Chad Bauer uh, picked up the win at Oakshade in the Modifieds, and Adam Lance won the Dominator Superstock A main. Dan Dipman won the B main. And Jaden Blycamp won the uh, C main for the Dominator Superstack. Scott Hammer, fifty-seven. Scott Hammer came medals. from the tail of the A to finish fourth. Fourth, yeah. Good run, Scott. I was yeah. proud of you again. Good run. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Still not a win. That's all I have to I say. Did. Coming from that far it's back. Coming. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Attica didn't get rained out. Did I say rained out? They were just off because of the uh, right. Kings Royal. Uh, I apologize if I said they, they got just weren't up. there. Yeah. Fremont also was uh, off this past weekend due to the Kings Royal at Eldora. Sandusky Speedway was in action. Clayton Oliver again picking up a, another win in the Renegades. Uh, Bob Sibila. 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 Bob Sibila. Yep, Junior. He won the uh, the modified feature. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jaden Stanfield was the beginner stock winner. And Trent Aslak Lakes. Can't help you. You, with you that can't one. do this one. Uh, Trent Aslaxon. 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 Okay. We're going with that. He was the pure stock winner. Fly Rock Speedway. 
Jim Froling won the uh, Late Model Sportsman feature event. Greg Stude was a Street Stock A main winner. Rich Abel won the uh, Street Stock B main. That's a name I remember, too, right. from years ago. Uh, Derek Shepard was declared the winner of the Enduro 250 after race Metapedigan. You did it, Scott. Uh, failed post-race inspection. So, uh, unfortunately for a race, he finished first but was disqualified after failing post-race uh, inspection there. Derek Shepard being credited with the win. Um, on Pillar Motor Speedway, Landon Arcaro. It was a week last week. Yeah. A $500 deal. You had the, what was it, the Hornet? Uh, the Hornet Buzz. The Hornet Buzz. Uh, that was a bit of a wild race there. I mean, Landon got out front, stretched it out pretty good. He, heck of a little shoe, great program that that, that family's got, but man. Them Hornets at, at Montpelier put on a whale of a show every week. How many did you uh, get out there? How many have you been averaging? We've been averaging between 25 and 30. We actually had that Hornet buzz scheduled from the beginning of the season, and Paragon decided to schedule a $1,500 to win oh, Hornet race on top of us. So we basically had our regulars and a couple of extras, but it, it was still a pretty good show. Those guys really do. Guys and gals, I should say, put on a great show every week. I mean, the, the compact car count up at Oakshade's been staggering this year. I've been averaging yes. about 40 cars. Right now, that's that's the class, the entry-level class to get into. There's some guys starting to put more money into it than I, I, I think they really should. <laughs> and if we see it. I know, every, those, I know some of those guys. I've seen it in, in stock cars. I've seen it in bombers. I've seen it in sprint. I, it, it always happens. Yeah, the haves and the have-nots, and, it, and if you have a track that changes rules to clamp them down, then everybody gets mad and you lose half your car count. That's one Lee, of those deals. Lee Hobbs was uh, the winner over there at Montpelier and the Super Stocks. Brad Battering, Street Stock winner, and our uh, guest here in just a, a few minutes, Abby Holbein, uh, first time in a dirt track truck, picking up. Uh, Did a great job. She's undefeated. She won yes. the heat race and the feature, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, we'll 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 ask her about that. Maybe she's uh, leaning toward a career change here. And and she had to pass one of the heavy hitters in the class, Kevin Niddle, to, to get to the front. Looking forward to speaking with her here shortly. Eldora Speedway last week, uh, the historical big one last Thursday was won by Brent Marks. He had a very good uh, oh, weekend last week. Oh, he had an awesome, a profitable weekend. Seventy-five thousand yeah. dollars. He got the hundred thousand there Thursday night. The uh, Friday night uh, night before. Uh, was postponed to the morning of. So I don't know if they changed the name to the morning of. That would have been cool. Uh, but anyways, uh, David Gravel uh, picked up that win. And then... Uh, Mark set that race out, by the way. What's that? Oh, he Brent sat Mark out the... Uh, that race. Yes. He only ran the big one. And it, and he won it. Brett Mark's picking up the win there in the uh, the Kings Royal. So, yeah, he had a very good weekend. But he still... Second in the National Sprint Car Poll, as pulled by the uh, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Justin Pett, currently number one in the country. Got some breaking news from Butler. Stubber has quick time in Group 1. That wasn't very exciting. 34 modifieds in the house. All right. Uh, Paul Stubber from Australia. Yeah, 31 car. 31 Uh, AUS. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series was at I-70 Speedway in uh, Missouri last Thursday. Hudson O'Neill picked up the win there. Tri-City Speedway in Illinois uh, Friday night. Hudson O'Neill again. 
picking up the win. Then they moved on to the 16th annual Diamond Nationals at uh, Lucas Oil Speedway on Saturday. Johnny Scott picking up the win. Houston Speedway over there in South Dakota on Tuesday was won by Tim McCready. Uh, World of Outlaws case construction late models. They were at uh, River City Speedway in North Dakota on Friday. Shane Clanton picking up the win there. Saturday, uh, they were at uh, I-94 Surestop Speedway. Well, I guess they weren't because it was canceled due to rain. And uh, Sunday was the rumble at the Red Cedar Speedway. Mike Marler picking up the win on Sunday. In World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Action, well, we just went through most of that with the uh, Kings Royal over at uh, Eldora and the historical big one, all that stuff. Uh, but Wednesday night, Kyle Larson, I believe he led all all, all the laps uh, for the 20,000 win at Port Royal Speedway uh, last night. So, And more Kyle Larson news. Didn't he, he? Oh, we'll get to that. It's in the news. Never mind. Jumping ahead of myself here. Uh, the NTT IndyCar Series uh, was in Toronto the Honda Indy Toronto was won by Scott Dixon on Sunday. SRX Series on the dirt for the first time this year. That was won by Tony Stewart. They were down at uh, I-55 Raceway in Missouri, that uh, track owned uh, by Ken Schrader. Yeah. Nice little track there. And NASCAR action, Christopher Bell won the Ambetter 301 at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. In Cup Series action, Xfinity action, Justin Allgaier won the Cran 200 at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Other notes, uh, we got some summer national winners from last week. Uh, last Thursday, Bobby Pierce won at Shady Hill in Indiana. Uh, Farmer City was rained out again on Friday. They were supposed to run the previous Friday and got rained out. So uh, that actually, I think it's been canceled now. I think they finally gave up on that one. Uh, we mentioned Devin Moran picking up the win at Oakshade on Saturday. Rain again Sunday, Wayne County. That was uh, canceled. And then Wednesday night, last night, they were supposed to be in action at Thunderbird Raceway. They got to the Mod Heats, and then the rain kind of forced them to cancel there. They're going to finish that on Sunday. Right. So that'll be the end of the late model Summer Nationals. And uh, funny, finally, uh, Buddy Kofoid appeared destined for a third-place finish in Saturday night's USAC NASA Energy Drink uh, Midget National Championship event at Jefferson County Speedway, and then something happened. Cole Floyd was third on the final lap when the leaders, uh, Ryan Timms and Cannon McIntosh, collided, sending both sliding over the turn two, banking and out of contention. Cole Floyd rushed underneath and beat uh, Jerry Coons Jr. to the line by a single car length for his seventh victory of the season. Heads up racing there. Yeah. Wasn't it, uh, wasn't it Mr. Larson at Attica after he picked up the Brad Doty win talking about how uh, they're not racing real clean in the, the USAC midgets over there? Yeah, he alluded to that. He was talking about young racers uh, overall. Saying right. Is that what it was? Okay. Learn, learn to race like Donnie. There you go, because Donnie, Donnie Schatz Donnie ran him uh, yes. awfully clean in that race. That was a good race. Yes, yes, it was. Very good race. So uh, looks like we have Abby Holbein in the green room. We'll have her here in just a moment. First, got to mention Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race every Saturday night. Make sure to follow them on social media or visit oakshaderaceway.com this weekend. Uh, full racing program, late models, sportsmen back in action, super stocks, dominator super stocks, that is. And the compacts will also be back in action. Gates open at four racing at seven. The uh, Vintage American Race Car event that was scheduled for the week before this past Saturday uh, has been rescheduled. The uh, VARC guys, they'll be out in the middle of August now 
uh, August 13th. I was glad to see that got yeah. rescheduled. I, yeah, I enjoy always a watching fun night. those guys. Yep. Well, you could probably relate to uh, some of those guys in those cars, right? Scott, you were running in those cars, weren't Scott, you? Scott, I am probably older than You're all, a vintage late cars. model driver. <laughs> Scott, I don't know if you saw uh, earlier, uh, Dean Henry asked, uh, you had uh, asked Devin Moran to give Ty a call. Yeah. Wondered if you got a response to that. Uh, I had not. Uh, I did not get. Uh, I did. I couldn't find him. I was I actually pretty busy. Okay. They were pitted at the opposite side of where I was, so I ran down there, and I he was I think out watching. So. Okay. Yeah. So you can thank me, Dean. Scott tried. Devin won because I failed. That's Let's it. Go with that. Uh, and also, uh, Ron Miller Race Cars, Lambertville, Michigan. Give him a call, 734-856-7223. Don't do it right now. Wait about a half hour or so, and then you can call him. He'll be free. Race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, broken weld fixing, uh, everything a racer needs. It wasn't my weld that broke. No, no. I No, it was not your weld that broke, no. It was not implying that. Truck refurbishing? Dirt Devil, yeah. Uh, you weren't here we're, before we were... No, came you on. missed that discussion. Jerry and I were uh, talking. He's uh, planning on bringing his. He has to work for you this this fall, Mister oh Miller. Boy. Oh boy, <laughs> he's he's good with trucks. At least turn, the, uh, turn, the Fremont guys. Turn your truck into a Fremont truck? No, 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 no. I'm definitely going to a Fremont truck with a four cylinder engine. Well, we could yes. fix that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, bring Abby in here. She's been waiting patiently for us. Hi, Abby. How's it going? Pretty good. Now, congratulations on your win there at uh, Montpelier, or I should say wins on uh, Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You're welcome. So that was the first time that you've been in a in one of the dirt truck track dirt truck track series dirt track yeah, trucks. The dirt the, those trucks. You, that was the first time you've been in one of those trucks. Yeah, that was the first time I've ever been in one. And you seem to. Uh, click with it very well i mean i'm guessing you, you got a pretty good truck there how'd that deal uh come together that uh you, you ended up running the trucks oh um, my dad knew andy king for quite a while so since uh gas city got rained out on friday and we didn't have a race on saturday it was just we made a call to see if we could get something to race and it ended up working out really well how does that how did that truck relate to your normal ride um, it was very different, for sure. I'll bet. More weight, and we with a midget, you have a bigger tire on your right rear. It just drove different in general. Did it take you a few few laps to uh, get acclimated to that? Yes. Uh, did, did it seem like everything happened a little bit slower in the truck? Yeah, it was definitely different, especially driving in. and like Driving into the corner was a lot different than driving in, in a midget. For sure. Apparently, you picked it up pretty quickly, though. Yeah. Uh, I qualified fourth, so qualifying was a good kind of just figuring out the car a little bit, and then we were ready for the heat race. So you're, you're currently seventh in uh, USAC D2 Midwest Thunder Midget Points, and you got a race uh, Saturday night at Fremont coming up. Um, now that you've been in the truck series, or the the truck. I'm I'm gonna assume you still prefer running the midget than than the truck. Is that is that a correct Actually, assumption? I really like both of them. It's really nice to be able to be diverse in what you race and just try different things. 
I want to be able to get in anything and be competitive. That's my whole goal. So any chance that uh, this uh, truck thing might become more of a, you might be doing more of it? Yeah, I hope so. That's the goal. When I, It's normally Tony Anderson's truck, so whenever he doesn't want to race it or they have another one that I can race, I would love to do it again. I think I think Jerry has something he's concocting in his head. Uh, you want to ask her about that? We, 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 we briefly talked about it. Oh, you've already Saturday. talked to her about it? Oh, yeah. Oh. I, 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 put, I put her and her dad on the spot in Victory Lane okay. Saturday night. Yeah. I, the goal is to get my truck ready to go and get it up there to Montpelier, and hopefully Abby can be off with one of these Dirt Track Truck Series nights again at Montpelier. Yeah. Have us a little grudge race between Abby and, and Dad by Colbine, who's been a longtime UMP Modified competitor, it, it, just for fun. I mean, obviously, it would be a good time for both of them, and neither one of you. Know, Abby only has the one start in the, the truck now and, and, and a win, and Mike hasn't been in anything but is modified for years, so I think it would be, be a good challenge between the two. Who, who do you think would win? Um, That's you, Abby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say myself, especially if the track's girl. around the top, but we'll see. Now, would you, um, would you, hes- would you hesitate to uh, door slam him at all? No. <laughs> Whatever it takes. He would do the same. I was going to ask that. Would he do the same to you? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Abby, where do you see your career going from the D2s? Um, well, I would really like to try some asphalt and some bigger dirt stuff, just get very diverse in what I can do, because I think it would be really cool to just be able to be competitive in everything that I get in. I'm just looking to keep expanding in what I can do. Sure. Now, you've never raced Fremont before, right? I have not. Uh, We had a race schedule earlier for this year that got rained out. You'll, you'll like that track. It's yeah. a fun track. Absolutely. Not that I've run a midget there, but I could only assume yeah. that'd be pretty. How how light are those? Those are those got those have to be pretty light. Oh, it's ten seventy five, isn't it? Yeah, it's ten seventy five, and then eleven hundred in the Illinois series. So the power to weight ratio is pretty uh, pretty good. A lot better than the trucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, on the asphalt, would would you have a preference of what kind of uh, car you ran? Open wheel, late model. I mean, what what uh, what would you like to get into first? How's that? Um, I think that one day, like an Indy car, would be super cool. Like eventually, oh, but yeah. like to start out asphalt, I would really do fender cars or sprint cars. Uh, the truck was obviously very different than the open wheel car I'm normally in, but I adapted and really liked it too. So it's definitely not something that I would stay away from. How many years have you been uh, racing? You've been running the the midgets for what the past couple of years? Yeah, this is my third season in a midget. Um, it's my seventh season of like circle track racing. I started racing quarter midgets in 2016, and then when I was like six and seven, I raced snowmobiles. Um, I drag raced them. Where uh, where did you race the quarter midgets? Um, all throughout Ohio, Indiana. We went to Nashville. Uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, we were all over, mainly asphalt stuff. Okay. Our only dirt was really uh, the little E for the four crown. Okay. I uh, actually won the four crown the one year I was there. Well, that's pretty impressive. That that race pulls a lot of cars. Yeah. 
it's sad that they don't have it anymore. So, and you got your your first. Uh, don't say anymore. That, that, that's, <laughs> it might be coming back, but yeah, there, there's some rumors floating around. Now, you got your first uh, USAC Midwest Midget feature last fall at uh, the Kokomo Clash. How big? Uh, how big of a win was that for you? Yeah, that was a super big win because it was. It wasn't a D2 race, it was a regional race. So I'm the ninth woman to ever win a USAC regional race, which was really cool. And um, we don't know if I was for sure the youngest, but I'm definitely one of the younger women. So it was just really cool to be be a part of that. And I, going into it, we were not expecting that outcome because of how under horsepower we were. We were just hoping to make the show and then we ended up winning. And it was, it was really amazing. So who who are some of your uh, racing heroes? Um, well, I of course look up to my dad because he's the whole reason I'm in this. It's a good answer. And then like Tony Stewart and Kyle Larson can get in any car and be so competitive, and it's something I really look up to. Are there any other uh, female racers that you kind of look up to? I mean, of course, like Danica Patrick went far. She got to NASCAR and did good, and Haley Deegan's doing good. Kaylee Bryson. Taylor Reimer, they're all doing great stuff in the midgets. It's really cool to look up to. I won't put you on the spot. I was going to ask uh, if there were any female racers that you don't like, uh, <laughs> but I won't put you on the spot and won't won't make you answer that. Um, but moving on, uh, Fremont this weekend, is uh, anything uh, special that you do to uh, prepare for, for that um, event? Make sure the car is good and get in the right mindset for sure. You just got to get everything together and really focus on what we're trying to achieve. Now, do you, do you get your hands dirty and, and work on the car? Yeah, for sure. I like to help as much as I can and be there right with my crew guys and helping them with what they need. And, you, and she's very hands-on and good with the fans. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. important. I love going up to the stands and seeing the little fans, uh, all the little kids that always want to take pictures and, that it's really cool to see how happy they get and excited. That is awesome. So uh, you mentioned IndyCar. Would that be like where you'd like to end up? If, if you, if your racing career could be defined in any, any way that you wanted, would that be where you want, want to end up? Yeah. Like IndyCar and NASCAR both either would be just super cool to be a part of. So we'll see you running, doing the, uh, the Memorial day weekend double duty there running the Indy 500 and then hiking on down yeah. to Charlotte for the, uh, that 600. Would be a come true. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a, that'd be a lot of racing. What's the longest, uh, race you've competed in? Lap-wise. Um, uh, I don't know. I think at circus city, we had one that was supposed to be 50 laps, but I think because of rain, it got short 10 or 15 ish. So probably right around 35, 30. There's some races that seem to go on a lot longer <laughs> yeah. than that. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you've been in a few of those. For Halloween, that was 100, I think. <laughs> With, I think we had stops at 75 and 50 that we kept changing the lineup up. But it was, yeah. Enough cautions that you had to refuel? <laughs> yeah, we did have to refuel. Oh, boy. Yeah. So we, we've all been involved in those <laughs> yeah, too often, unfortunately. Uh, so when is this, uh, Jerry, when's this race going to take place? I, I want to know. I marked this on my calendar. 
I don't have it. We don't have it on the calendar yet. We got to get all the details worked out. Make sure that we'll we work out the details. Let's around. do it right now. Let's work out the details. We got to we got to work around her schedule for the yeah. E2 midget. And I so, don't have a weekend where they're both at Montpelier until the Monster Mash. So it could happen. It, Monster Mash. Yeah. Weekend. Okay. Now, is is Ron Miller race cars going to be at all involved with this so that we're sure she's got the best ride possible? Uh, we, we could definitely get the Ron Miller race cars involved. and Well, not for her. She'll be driving Tony Anderson's train. Andy King's right. truck. Oh, geez. So, no, I'm I'll not drive. Help I, I'm not I know helping. a guy that's... That, I'm not helping. Dad. I know a guy uh -huh. that, that won't have a ride that night in a truck. Yeah. There you go, Scott. I don't want to be part of the grudge match, though, but I would like the regular competition there. I don't want to get schooled. By both yeah. whole binds. <laughs> I need to find a truck for this weekend, to... right? They're racing at Fremont, aren't they? What's that? Those aren't the dirt track trucks. Those are. Uh, those are those different are trucks. Aren't they? Yeah, they're they're yeah, pretty full blown trucks. race trucks. Yeah, they they run I mean, there every week. It'd be something to try, though. It'd be pretty good. It'd be cool. A Andy King says whoever wins the grudge match is the new driver of the modified. He did say that. He said that. <laughs> I'm sure that's been approved by your dad, right? <laughs> and maybe I'm not. Sure. I almost got my seat in it. Almost. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, so your dad's still running the modified then? Yeah, uh, he plans on racing tomorrow at Lima Land. Okay. Be good to see him. Do you go? Yeah. Do you go hang out with him and, and watch him race? Yeah, I strap his helmet. I'm always there with him. Your crew chief when when he's racing. Yes, for sure. I always have to be there for him. And he's crew, and he's crew chief uh, when you're racing. Uh, no, <laughs> he he tells me good luck and to use my head. And he'll watch me in the stands. Gotcha. So has, Let's tell the truth. Mom is actually the crew chief for both of them. Don't don't let her lie. Oh, no. <laughs> she, she's the videotape woman. She's oh, she's really good at that. She always has all my races videotape on Facebook Live for everyone to see. So that's really it's really cool. So do you do you run your own midget or does yeah, somebody okay? Our midget and then my crew chief Josh Fryman and Logan Fryman. They both work on it and uh, Malone Jared Boris. He comes all the time and. Helps and then my car builder Jeff Klaus, he comes and helps us too. You it really takes everybody to get everything going good. You want to give a shout out to your uh, sponsors that are going to help you win this weekend at Fremont? Yeah, I need to thank Ravy Ford, Force Paving, JM Excavating, Robert Sewer Service, Mid American Cleaning Contractors, Innovative Packaging, Thompson Concrete Construction, Snifty Brothers Tire, KL Ready Mix, Safety Service and Supply. Precision Ag Drainage, uh, Simpson Race Products, Go Parts—they all help me in different ways. All right, I, I got a, a challenge Abby, for you. Abby, do that. Do that again, except for this time, close your eyes so you can't look down at that piece of paper. <laughs> Abby, midgets are not very big. That was an awful lot of sponsors yeah. to put on one car. Yeah. She puts them all over her fire suit. Okay. Yeah. They do are on my fire suit. Do you have room for any more sponsors? Always. <laughs> There's always room for more. Gotcha. Well, good luck uh, this weekend at Fremont. What's uh, what's coming up after Fremont? Uh, we have Gas City, Montpelier next weekend, Friday, Saturday stuff. And then August 7th, uh, Circle City. August 12th, we're back at Gas City. And then August 27th, Montpelier. I think we're going to try and maybe go to Illinois sometimes in between there if we 
can get out there. Uh, any social media where uh, fans can uh, follow you? Yeah, uh, Abby Holbein Racing on Facebook, and then Abby Holbein on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I post on Facebook and Instagram all the time, stuff for my sponsors, right where we're racing. My mom will li- Facebook Live all of our hot laps, heat race. Will those Every- all be? Will those be all on your uh, Facebook page? Yes, they're all on Abby Holbein Racing. Okay. Facebook Lives, all that. Awesome. I just saw this uh, from Dean. Big D's Pizza. I think he was going to, I think he thought I was going to ask uh, if Dean could throw Big D's Pizza on there. He sponsors <laughs> yeah. everything. Are you familiar with Big D's Pizza? I am not. They, uh, <laughs> they sponsor Actually, I think uh, he's the sponsor of the, the AFCS uh, 410 Sprint feature at uh, Fremont. I see, yeah. Pizza. Yeah. We do like pizza. Yeah. Well, if you, if you go through Clyde, I mean, Fremont's just passed. Clyde's just passed Fremont there. Make sure to yeah. stop at uh, Big D's Pizza. Dean, when you're at uh, Fremont this weekend, make sure to stop by and introduce yourself to Abby. And bring pizza. Yeah. That'd be a plus. <laughs> All right, Abby, we appreciate the time, and uh, good luck this weekend and, and on the rest of the season. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yep. And good luck in that grudge match. And Jerry, I expect more information on this. We'll, we'll definitely promote this. We'll make this. it happen. Okay. Absolutely. Awesome. Sure. Thanks, Abby. See you, Abby. See ya. There you go. Abby Holbein. Midget and dirt truck. Uh, with, with, with her attitude, I think she can, she can go a long way, Scott. Absolutely. I, I want to see I mean, the. She is awesome with the fans. I, I, Saturday was a prime example after hot laps qualifying her and her dad and her mom just came, they just come up, sat in the stands, had some hero cards and she talked to every kid, signed every autograph she could. I went down threw a mic in front of her face. She was well-prepared, well-spoken and just you know, the fans ate it up. And she's a very, very awesome young lady. Awesome. So, and you get to see her again uh, next weekend at my pillar. Yep. I get, get to get her, you know, get to see her a few times uh, throughout the season. And like I said, it, it's, I knew her dad already from racing the modified and, uh, you know, and getting to know them and, and see them race. That family's just, they're, they're a, one of the great families now in racing. And, and I, I am excited to see where Abby goes from here. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll have to find out how, how well she likes Fremont. Yeah. I do. I do like running that track. The one time I've been there. Right. It was a fun track. So cool. Uh, we do have a little bit of news here to get to and a, a video to show you of a, uh, a little bit of a racing deal that happened. Uh, yeah, just one Tennessee. of them racing deals. Just one of them racing deal. Quite a quite dramatic uh, racing deal. It involves the uh, winner of the birthday race from last year, I believe, wasn't it? That Ashton Winger was yeah. the winner last year. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have that in just a moment. Uh, some uh, racing news here. Sandusky Speedway is uh, has added the must-see racing sprint cars to the Bev Jaycox Memorial Cavalcade on Saturday, October 1st. So that's going to be part of that whole big weekend of racing. Um, Former NASCAR and USAC uh, driver Bobby East was stabbed and killed during an altercation at a uh, California gas station uh, last Wednesday. The only suspect was Trent William Millsap, who police described as a dangerous homeless man. He was later killed by police. So no motive as to... Why he was stabbed, and I kind of I, followed that, Scott. And I, I thought I read something that he was behind the gas station or something. Yeah, there was sort of a homeless encampment behind the gas station. Uh, 
what Bobby was doing there, I don't is in know. question. Yeah, it, it just yeah, it all seemed strange. So maybe some uh, unanswered questions there. And uh, yes, she does, Dean Henry. Seems like a class act. Yes. Um, SFI notified its members that race suits and accessories under the Speedzy Racewear brand had counterfeit SFI labels and did not confirm to SFI standards. Speedzy Racewear sold products through a Facebook page that no longer exists. If you're going to buy racewear, get it from a reputable dealer or Ron Miller race cars. That's us. Yes. Don't buy it online from some weird thing. Uh, Landon Castle found himself in the battle for his uh, first career win uh, Saturday at New Hampshire in the Xfinity race. He was third across the line. However, the driver has been disqualified after post-race inspection. Castle was too low in the rear. Insert your joke there. I hate that one that happened. Additionally, Noah Gregson also has been disqualified. Gregson was too low in the front. (laughs) Okay, Scott. (laughs) Boy, this... Um, this was going this down. Kyle Larson uh, was honored Wednesday night with the uh, Best Driver Award at the uh, 2022 ESPYs. Larson was up for the award with Max Verstappen uh, from Formula One, Steve Torrance from the NHRA, Alex Palou from uh, IndyCar, and, uh, yeah, I think it was only the 16th time an NASCAR driver has uh, won Driver of the Year for the ESPYs. And well-deserved. Yeah. Uh, other NASCAR news on July 1st and 2nd, 2023, the Cup Series and IMSA will take the green flag on the streets of Chicago. There's been rumors circulate, circulating uh, about that for a while now, and now it's officially. I've seen some pretty decked out cars on Facebook. Uh, yeah, with a lot of guns and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one. Uh-huh. Uh, it marks the first street race in the history of NASCAR, uh, the NASCAR Cup Series at least. The course stretches 12 turns over a 2.2-mile street course in downtown Chicago. And finally, things got wild in the uh, Southern Nationals feature at I-75 Speedway in Tennessee on Tuesday night after Mac McCarter and Ashton Winger were battling for the lead on lap 25 of the 40-lap 40, 40 race. And uh, before we uh, talk about it anymore, here's... Uh, and here we go. Here's what happened. And you be the judge. Is this just uh, a couple driver? Well... The official for the uh, Southern Nationals said it was just two young drivers trading slide jobs. Didn't place the blame on anybody, but uh, you watch this and uh, judge for yourself. Comes back off the cushion. Are you kidding me? From outside to inside, Ashton Winger's back off the track again. Winger hangs on to it. He'll hold the second spot. So there's one time he gets man, run off the track. Man, Ashton Winger. They don't call him Air Force for nothing. Are you kidding me? Winger's going to go to the inside of McCarter. They'll swap the lead in turns three and four again. McCarter to the inside. Winger to the outside. They'll slam doors. Off the track goes Ashton Winger again. Corey Hedgecock. It's like a broken record. Car race. And here comes Sam Seawright. Now keep an eye right here. Supposedly there was contact there. And that pissed off the 51. Ashton Winger takes the lead. 15 laps to go. Back and forth. And McCarter goes back into Winger again. Winger's up and over. That was a wild ride. Red flag out on the racetrack. Red flag out on the racetrack off of turn two. If his got if his panties gotten a bunch over that, Scott, he'd better find a different avocation. Yeah. 
So then Winger is uh, on the track, and that's his dad on the, the motorcycle there comes out. And both of them are reaching in the window there, trying to uh, say, hey, how's it going? It's a good race out there, bud. Trying to extricate him, just make sure he's okay. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, more people come onto the track. And into the car. And, and Ashton's trying to get in from the passenger side. Now he's back over on the driver's side, and uh, they're trying to peel people away. Here comes some more people, because we cannot have enough people in there. And that's uh, about where things end. We got these two people pushing over here. I don't know uh, which is those. But the two people initially there uh, was uh, Ashton Winger and his father, uh, Gary, I believe his name is. Yeah, Gary. So, yeah, and that's pretty much it there. Yeah. And, and I heard that later in the day there were there was another incident, but... Well, before we get to that, Winger uh, was uninjured. Obviously, you saw him walking there, so that was good news. Um, but uh, he and his father, uh, Gary, were you know on the track there uh, when all hell broke loose. So Winger's response to the incident was, quote, without being a smartass, I don't really feel like I have to say much for everybody to see kind of what happened there. He just absolutely KO'd me. And McCarter's response was, quote, I just felt like I raced him like he raced me. I mean, he come in there and knocked my left front off in three and four, so I went down there in one and two and returned the favor. But the wreck didn't have to be as bad as it was. He never let off the fuel. Unquote. All right. Yeah. So, uh, not making editorials here, but uh, <laughs> I think somebody was at fault on that. Neither one uh, taking the blame, but uh, one of them probably should. And Southern Nationals director Ray Cook uh, he didn't place any blame either, said it was two young drivers racing hard and trading slide jobs. Jerry, opinions? I only saw one driver throwing slide jobs. <laughs> and did you see the contact there that, uh, you know, that the, 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 the previous lap there? That. Yeah, the, where wingers snuck by. Incidental at best. I mean, he may have brushed him with the panel there. But uh, if you talk to McCarter, he, he slammed him. Um, Carter yeah. I'm sure we'll see that though. in the, the Holbein grudge match, right? That's what that racing is going to be like. I got to replace the bumper already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's time to play how many. Last week's how many was how many late models and modifieds will be at Oakshade on Saturday. This past Saturday, there was 57 late models, 27 modifieds. So that was 81, if my math is correct. And uh, we had Dave Gumby in the studio last week. He picked 80. He was closest out of all of us. Ooh. You were second closest, though. I was the furthest. Um, our uh, listener winner, I believe you know this person, Nevaeh Robinson. Really? She picked 78. She was uh, our closest uh, listener. All right. To win a Big D's pizza. She has 30 days to claim the pizza. Uh, this week's how many? We're going to Fremont for uh, this week's how many. How many total entries? We've, we've been doing just how many 410s, how many 305s, how many trucks. And they also have the D2 midgets there this weekend. So how many total entries from all four classes will be at Fremont Saturday evening? Put your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live. And you have until 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Four, I think four tens, 305s. 
dirt trucks, dirt trucks and and the, the USAC D2, D2 Thunder Midgets. Yes. Oh boy. So uh, yeah, that's going to be a tough one, I think. You're working out a number in your head. Are you waiting for people to to guess? Yeah. Oh, I was waiting for Dave since yeah. he won. Oh yeah. Uh, you have uh, you can only guess once. If you guess more than once, you will be black flagged. You will not get uh, the Big D's pizza. Whoever's closest will win. You can go over as long as you're closest. That's all all, all we're looking for. Um, so Doug Frost is our first guest coming in at 90. Ron, what, what do you have? Ooh, I, I think he's pretty close, 92. Okay. And since Jerry's back, what do you got, Jerry? 89. Well, in that case, I'm going with 93. Oh, you! I'm optimistic. <laughs> Four thousand to win for the uh, AFCS Four Tens, and Big D's is sponsoring it, so right. I mean it all makes sense. So again, you have until three o'clock if you're listening to us on the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Uh, if you're not listening to us live, you can still get in on this. Just find our Facebook Live uh, broadcast or video, and put your guests in there, or go to our YouTube channel, put your guests in there. Dean's got 100, so I'm feeling I'm feeling better about my guests now. I hope he's right. I hope they pack the place. I really do. It should be a great night. Uh, this weekend's uh, Big D's Pizza Racing Menu, Thursday, that's tonight, starting about eight minutes ago. Uh, Summer Nationals are at Butler Motor Speedway. We spoke with Tim Wilber uh, last weekend about this. Uh, big event happening there. I believe it's only the third time uh, the Summer Nationals have been at Butler. And, uh, Rusty Schlank, fourth quick in group three. Good to know. Breaking news. Uh, Friday night. Tomorrow night we have Lima Land Motorsports Park in actions. The KNL Ready Mix Clash featuring the NRA 360 Sprint Invaders, UMP Modifieds, and Thunderstocks. Gates open at 5, racing at 7.30. Uh, general admission, 12 bucks. Attica, also in action. Attica Raceway Park on Friday. Uh, the Napa Auto Parts Advanced Drainage Systems Sutton Bank Knife. I don't think that's an, she's. They got enough sponsors, uh, the same number as Abby had for her uh, her midget there, just on a race <laughs> night. Uh, the, take the village. Yeah, AFCS uh, 410 Sprints uh, 4000 to win presented by Big D's. Oh, it's the Attica one that's presented by Big D's Pizza. I don't think the Fremont one is. I could be wrong. Dean would probably be able to tell us. I knew one of the AFCS ones. Were, yeah. Anyways, uh, Big D's Pizza sponsor, one of the sponsors for the Attica Fremont Championship Series in general. Uh, 4000 to win for the 410s at Attica on Friday. The UMP Late Models in Action and AFCS 305 Sprints as well. Gates Open at 5 Racing at 745 General Mission is 18 bucks there at Attica. Saturday night, Oakshade Raceway in action. Uh, full show of uh, Dirt Car UMP Late Model Sportsman, the Dominator Superstocks, Compacts. Uh, gates open at 4. <laughs> I have AM. It's supposed to be PM. <laughs> if you show up at 4 AM, no. Uh, gates open at 4 PM, racing at 7. General Mission is uh, 14 bucks there at Oakshade Fremont. It's Madison Motors Night featuring the AFCS 410 Sprints and the AFCS 305 Sprints, the uh, Dirt Trucks, and the USAC D2 Midgets. Gates open at 4, racing at 7, general mission 18 bucks at Fremont. Sandusky Speedway, they're off this uh, weekend getting ready for the High Miler weekend coming up. I believe that's next weekend. That'll be a big deal. So, yeah. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I believe they're going to be racing there. We'll talk more about that next weekend on the show. Flat Rock Speedway in action on Saturday. 
It's uh, Moran Chevrolet Stan Yee Memorial 150 featuring the Outlaw Super Late Models and the figure eights. You can see our guest earlier tonight, uh, Bill Early. Uh, Lamb chop? To... <laughs> We're not going with that. I, I, I wouldn't either. Running early a... Bill. Early Bill. Yeah, we'll just switch his name. Uh, gates open at 430, racing at 7, general not admission. early Bill. Burly Bill. Oh, Bur- early? I thought you said early Bill. Burly Bill? Burly Bill early. He's not really. Burly Bill early. early. Uh, we'll, we'll work on that, I think. Uh, adult General Admission, 25 bucks there at Flat Rock uh, Saturday night. And uh, Montpelier Motor Speedway, it's Christmas in July. Is there going to be snow? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. There's going to be Santa Claus. Um, do you have a Santa I mean, Claus outfit? Oh, okay. Mine's, mine's brown. <laughs> Santa Claus is not going to be happy. I think it's going to be pretty warm. He'll be there. Okay. Uh, modified Superstock Street Stocks and Hornets, they'll all be there too. Gates open at four, racing at seven twenty-two, and general admission is twelve dollars. Have they actually been starting at seven twenty-two all season? Yes, right at seven twenty-two. We we were late a few times early on. Uh, last few weeks we've been dead Scott. I'm I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking that Santa Claus is going to be in shorts and a Rudolph T-shirt. <laughs> as long as he has a shirt on, I'm good. I don't want to see Santa without a shirt on. It's not good. <laughs> Other series action uh, this weekend, the World of Outlaw Case uh, Construction Late Models will be at Boone Speedway in uh, Iowa on Monday for the Hawkeye 50. The uh, World of Outlaw NASA Energy Drink Sprint Cars are going to be at Williams Grove Friday and Saturday, 22nd and 23rd. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, they'll be at uh, I-80 Speedway for the Silver Dollar Nationals. That is tonight through Saturday. Uh, the Tezos uh, All-Star Circuit of Champions, they're back in action. Lake Ozark Speedway tomorrow night and Saturday, Friday and Saturday. 10,000 to win uh, beach brawl going on at Lake Ozark. The SRX Series, uh, I believe it's their final race of the season at uh, Sharon Speedway. Oh. Uh, that's going to be Saturday night at 8 o'clock on CBS. The NTT uh, IndyCar Series will be in action for the HiVDeals.com 250 at Iowa Speedway on Saturday. That'll be at 4 o'clock on NBC. And then the High V Salute to Farmers at Iowa Speedway on Sunday at uh, 3 p.m. So a double header there for the IndyCar Series uh, this weekend. The Arkham Menard Series, they're going to be at Pocono for the General Tires Delivers 200. That's tomorrow night, Friday night uh, at 6.30 on FS1. NASCAR Cup Series will be in action. The M&M's Fan Appreciation 400 at uh, Pocono on Sunday. That'll be at 3 o'clock on USA. The Xfinity Series uh, will be in action on Saturday evening for the Explore the Pocono Mountains 225, uh, 5 o'clock on USA. And then uh, the uh, Truck Series back in action for the CRC Brake Clean 150 at Pocono. That'll be Saturday at noon on FS1. That's a lot of racing, That is, yeah. And then uh, Summer Nationals, of course, uh, Butler Motor Speedway tonight. They're wrapping up this weekend, at least for the late model portion of it. Uh, Tri-City Motor Speedway up in Michigan. There's a lot of Tri-City Speedways. Uh, But this is the one in Michigan. That's going to be Friday night, then Merritt Speedway, Saturday the 23rd. That uh, was the original finale, but uh, the rescheduled action from Thunderbird uh, that got rained out last night. We'll, no, we'll finish th- up we'll on Thunder- Sunday. Will Thunderbird be a points race? Do you know? I believe so because they started on Wednesday. Okay, so they've already done. They're just going to finish up. Okay. Weigh in, Jerry. Hey, I don't know anything about your Michigan track. Okay. 
I know Ohio and Indiana. And I'm lucky I can find myself find my way between those. Well, this is a dirt car deal, so I Nope, I agree. I, I honestly don't I know think how it they is. do the summer nationals if it get rains out like that. I'm pretty sure it's a point steal. I know that Bobby Pierce is gonna win it. I mean it's not there there are a, a couple of races that got rained off early on, uh, and they're gonna be run later, but they won't be Points races. They won't be I points gotcha. races. And the summer nationals or the modified nationals that continues on for at least another week beyond. I don't think that matters either. Year, yeah. year and a half. Yeah, yeah, year and a half. Nick Hoffman is just. Uh, yeah. Oh, I read something about him. So much uh, fun to watch. People uh, saying he's got a NASCAR engine. I think he's got a 420 cubic inch engine as opposed to what people think he's got a 450. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, weekend weather pit stop, uh, Ryan Weekman from channel 11. He was off this week, so I, I don't have a weekend weather pit stop, but, uh, our weekend forecast, uh, we're looking good for Friday night tracks. Should be no problem. Chance of rain Saturday morning. I'm filling in for Ryan Weekman. Right. Chance of rain Saturday morning. I don't think it's going to be enough to put a damper on things. Yes. Pun intended, uh, for Fremont, Oakshade, Montpelier. I know Montpelier has been... Merritt Speedway. Matt Pillar's been fighting uh, a lot of uh, rain this week. Yeah. I hate to be a promoter this year. Uh, Merritt Speedway, I don't know. I did not look at the forecast for that far north. So that is your uh, weekend weather pit stop, and there goes Ryan Weekman. He's driving. He's driving away. Go. Go, Ryan. Go. There we go. There he goes. Thanks to uh, associate producer Dave Kemmer, contributors uh, Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Doc, and Bob Stazak. Has, uh, he hasn't been sending me anything recently, so I don't know what's up with him. Uh, next week on the show, uh, Gabrielle uh, Gris- Grigsby uh, will be joining us, factory stock racer at uh, Toledo Speedway. And uh, I don't know who else yet. We'll see who wins this weekend. Sounds fair. Okay. Right, we'll have to have Abby back on. We, we've yeah, well, if she, oh, that would be guests usually yeah, win yeah, race. That'd be cool. She's still listening. To, I see her down there. So yeah, if, yeah, Abby, our guests usually, if once they come on the show, they have a tendency to win the next time they're they race. So no pressure, none at all. Uh, no hammer down hotline playback. All we had was more uh, spam calls again. I, I was actually going to call this. So. Uh, one guy back, he was going to offer us uh, some tax debt relief. Really? Yeah, but then I was like, nah, it's not really worth it. But uh, if you do want to call and uh, uh, leave a message for us, you can also text at 419-318-3081. Call, text anytime. Uh, maybe you got an opinion on that Ashton Winger, Mac McCarter deal there at uh, I-75 Speedway in the Southern Nationals uh, that destroyed one of uh, his cars. You mentioned something. We, I kind of cut you off there about that you said there was a little bit more to that story only that uh, i had heard that the two of them met up at a truck stop somewhere and i i, I don't know how that went i i just you heard don't know that, if there was an altercation there yeah i'm sure they weren't exchanging uh addresses for the christmas card no nah, no nah, i'm sending yeah they, they just glossed it over and there's no hard feelings uh, i'm sure i'm sure that's the case See if that uh, continues on. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report, follow us on YouTube, listen to us on your fi- favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and any of the other 9,432 platforms that are out there, give or take a few million. Uh, check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com. 
can check out our store. You can listen to shows. There's uh, information on there if you want to be a sponsor. Speaking of which, I haven't reached out to our sponsors for uh, our July payment yet. Ooh. I'm, a, I'm a little behind. I'm bad. Uh, thanks again to our uh, sponsors, Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Romular Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dominator Race Products, and uh, Headhunters Barbecue. Cut it short, Scott. You're infringing on race time. Barber Studio and Salon. Make sure to rate and review us. Share us with your friends on social media, especially on Apple Podcasts. We need a new review because yes, I'm sick please. of seeing that same one that's been there for like two years. I don't care if it's a terrible review. Just put something on there so I don't have to read the bark, bark, barking. Yeah. So again, uh, if you want, call us 419-318-3081. Hammer down hotline. We'll put it on next week's uh, show. Thanks again to this week's guest, uh, Bill Early, Abby Holbein. Uh, we'll see you next uh, Thursday, 7 o'clock. Get out and support your local track so this is jerry weekend. A, jerry keezer a guest or is, is he back he's part-time I'm part okay time. i'm so, a part-timer okay so so bring your front side too because i don't want to see just backsides. yeah just make sure your front isn't too low like your and your rear isn't too low, too low. level is good unless you're yeah. low on both ends yeah yeah it's like a figure eight car all right we're out we'll see you will we see you next week jerry Possibly. I got, I got to do the schedule. This, this Friday tomorrow. I should have an answer for you here tomorrow. All right. Good. We're going to go watch some racing. I'm sure you are too. Yep. I'm ready to watch the Silver Crown cars from Winchester. Oh. All right. Well, we'll see everybody else next Thursday, 7 o'clock. We're out. See you, Jer. See you guys. Bye, guys. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing, providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry we have you covered new episodes are available every thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app right on